Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on 8. Yeah, I know. But that's eight floors up. That's like eight times eight. I don't A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash choose blue by December 11th. You are Locked On Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Cousins completes it for the first Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Locked on Redskins. I'm your host, Lake Lewis, and today we've got a busy show for you. We're going to break down the Redskins IR. We're going to break down predictions as far as the Detroit Lions game that comes up Sunday. And we're also going to take a look at who could be a key factor in Sunday's game. You know, which guys do you want if you're a fantasy uh, football geek out there? You're definitely going to want to find out who – are the three players that I think should have an opportunity to have big games against the Detroit Lions. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek. Again, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the football games you want to see up close and in person. All you have to do is go to SeatGeek.com or you can download the SeatGeek app. And if you put in this promo code, LOWREDSKINS, again, LOWREDSKINS, you'll get $20 on your first purchase. So once again, go to SeatGeek and find the tickets for you and your family to be able to watch the games you want to see. You can also find some of my work on RedskinsWire.USAToday.com. We do a great job over there. Myself, uh, two contributors, Diane Cheesebro, Maurice Hawkins, they're doing a wonderful job. So check us out there at RedskinsWire.USAToday.com. You can also check us out on sportsjourney.com as well. And again, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Lake Lewis. Also, we'll try to, you know, if you want to ask me questions regarding the team, fire away. I'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. So with that said, the Redskins get ready for Sunday's matchup against the Detroit Lions. And this is a matchup that's starting to look like one of the weekend's better games. It has the potential to be an offensive shootout. I'm not sure if that's going to be the route that I'm taking in this game, but a lot of people think that there could be a lot of points scored on this. The Vegas odds started with Detroit being a one-point favorite, and last time I looked, I think that switched over to the Redskins being a one-point favorite. This is an ideal pick game, folks. This is a game where Detroit comes in on a two-game winning streak. The Redskins come in on a four-game winning streak. History isn't kind for the Redskins in Detroit, however. The Redskins have not won in Detroit in the last two times they've been there. And more importantly, they haven't beaten Detroit as a team the last three times they faced them. And Matt Stafford's been the quarterback for Detroit for all three of those games. So the Redskins have their work cut out for him against a quarterback that's had some of his better days against the Burgundy and Gold. Matt Stafford, last game he played against the Redskins back in 2013, it was a uh, victory for the Lions here in D.C. at FedEx Field. 
Matt Stafford threw for 385 yards and two touchdowns. So, yes, Calvin Johnson was playing then. It was a different type of team for Detroit. But nevertheless, this Lions team right now seems to be getting their offense going. Jim Caldwell, the head coach, uh, seems to have found something in Marvin Jones, who Jay Gruden obviously knows about from coaching Marvin Jones while he was in Cincinnati as that team's offensive coordinator. And then you have Theo Riddick, who is not necessarily a guy that's going to get you 100 yards on the ground, but he can get you 100 all-purpose yards in the game. And he's a, a key factor that I think the Redskins are clearly going to have to look out for if they want to have some success on Sunday. Today, the team announced that Jordan Reed will not play come Sunday, and I applaud them for making that move. I applaud the team doctors for making that move. Heck, if it's the NFL involved, I applaud the NFL for making that move. And right now, the NFL isn't getting too much applause from me because of the whole Josh Brown situation and how badly they dropped the ball on that. But we'll save that for another day, another topic that'll be brought up with that. But going back to Jordan Reed, this is a young player that's a dynamic player for the Redskins and perhaps their most effective offensive threat. He's clearly Kirk Cousins' go-to guy. Kirk Cousins looks for Jordan Reed on first, second, and third down. But at the same time, the offense last week against Philadelphia clicked, and it seemed like because there was no Jordan Reed, Kirk Cousins surveyed the field a little bit more than what he normally would. He found Deshaun Jackson early. Pierre Garçon had a couple balls. Jamison Crowder had some balls. Vernon Davis, who was backing up, uh, you know, Jordan Reed, came in and scored himself. So the passing game was there, but the dynamic that really added some oomph to the offense was the running game. The trio of Matt Jones, Chris Thompson, and Robert Kelly really did a wonderful job. So it's going to be interesting to see. Are the Redskins going to have that same type of game plan against Detroit? And, and folks, Detroit's defense isn't that great. I mean, their defense on the year, I think, is ranked 25th. Uh, they're 23rd against the run, 21 against the pass. So they can be had. This is a defense that has shown in the past few weeks that offenses can move the ball on them. And that's not an issue for the Redskins' offense. The Redskins' offense moves the ball effectively. They moved the ball in between the 20s at will. And I don't care what team they've played, they've moved the ball. You can go back to the Pittsburgh Steelers game. They moved the ball effectively between the 20s. The problem was when they got in the red zone, things just fell apart on them. Over the last three games, though, their red zone offense has done much, much better. Uh, it's still not at the rate that you would want it to be at, considering how effectively the offense does move the ball, but they're still starting to get things going. And I think this could be a game where they could maybe put two touchdowns on the board if they're in the red zone. So does this game have the potential to be an offensive shootout? Sure it does. I'm not sure at the end of the day if I would call – a 27-23, 27-24 Redskins victory, which I'm predicting, I'm not sure if that would be categorized as a shootout to me. I think it would be, you know, a, a clean-flowing football game offensively, but who's to say that you get a turnover defensively that's, you know, on the other team's opposing side of the field and you get easy points out of that. So I think the Redskins will win this football game. I went on with uh, Matt Derry, who does a great job for Locked On Lions here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and he actually predicted the Lions were going to win 27-24, so, so Matt, I'm going to have to get at you for that, but 
I think there's a lot of people around the country that don't feel like the Redskins are as good as their four and two record. And and I and that's okay. I think that there are a lot of people that need to see a little bit more from this team. If you go into Detroit and beat a three and three team, is that saying a lot? Well, I think for the Redskins and I think for the Redskins fan base it will be saying an awful lot because again, they will have exercised some demons that they've had trouble with over the past. You remember going back to the New York Giants game. They hadn't won in New York in, what, four years. I think they had won maybe uh, one time over the last six or seven years. They just didn't play well in New York. They went up there and picked up a big victory. They went up there and picked up a win that that signaled maybe this is going to be a different team. And let's face it, they went up there at 0-2 with a lot of pressure on them to come back to D.C. with a W, and they got the job done. Two weeks ago, they went into Baltimore a place where they had never, ever beaten the Ravens in the regular season since the Ravens became the the football team for Baltimore. Matter of factly, they had never won in Baltimore in the regular season since 1955. So they went up there, got the job done, again, erased a demon. So now they have an opportunity to do it yet again. And need I say, they did those other two against winning teams at the time. I mean, I understand that, you know, that the Ravens have kind of fallen apart since the Redskins beat them. And I understand that the Giants may not be as good as, you know, maybe people had thought the time they played them. But at the end of the day, last year, the Redskins could not beat a winning team. Kirk Cousins had never beating had never beaten a winning team in his career as a starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Even going back to his days where. Uh, you know, he came in and, and, and played a couple games when Robert Griffin III back in 2012 was injured. No, not the game they came back against the Ravens who went on to win the Super Bowl. I mean with he, when he started from the very beginning of the game. Because I know some of you out there look for these things. No, not in that scenario. So he got he's gotten the job done. This team's gotten the job done. So now they have an opportunity to go to Detroit, take care of another myth that's out there that they can't beat the Lions in Detroit. If the Redskins come back from Detroit 5-2, and two, having won five in a row, I think the rest of the league is going to have to really start to take a good look at this team. We understand that the Cowboys have pretty much <laughs> put themselves in great position to make the playoffs. They've pretty much answered a lot of naysayers themselves by going into Green Bay last week and beating the Packers uh, you know, pr- pretty handily, actually. So if you're the Cowboys and you're sitting right now at 5-1 and one and the Redskins are behind you at 4-2, and two, this thing has the makings for the Redskins-Cowboys Thanksgiving Day game in Texas to, to really be a battle for something, something meaningful. And perhaps that also will signal the rivalries back because when these teams play for something, it makes that old rivalry that used to be there worth it. You go back to 2012, last game of the season, regular season, the winner takes all, makes the playoff, the loser goes home. That signaled something good. Unfortunately, neither team could sustain that, and the next two, three years, they fell apart. So now you have them back again playing well and playing well with young players who are going to be around for quite a bit of time. So it makes the rivalry that much more meaningful. So right now, if you're the Redskins, you want to win to try to keep pace with the Cowboys, considering the Cowboys beat you at home 
which was a bad loss for the Redskins, by the way. I remind people all the time, the Redskins outplayed the Cowboys that game. They just could not get it done. And how many times have you had visions of the Kirk Cousins interception to Barry Church in the back of the end zone? That was bad. But you move on. The Redskins have since moved on from that game and won four in a row. That's why this possible matchup later in the season will be epic. But getting back to Detroit, what are some of the keys to this game? Well, clearly, there are going to be three guys that I think if you're in fantasy football, you want to take a good hard look at if you're the Washington Redskins. You want to take a good look at, one, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has a chance in this game to put up some really big numbers. I say this because, again, Detroit's pass defense can be had. Their pass defense, as I mentioned before, comes in at 23. So that means that the Reds, I'm sorry, comes in at 21. So that means that the Redskins can put the ball up, and they're going to do that anyway. That's their offense. So Kirk Cousins is a guy you want to take a good look at in this football game. He's probably going to spread the ball around like he did last week, and they'll do that a lot more with Jordan Reed being out. I think another kid you want to take a look at is Jamison Crowder. Wide receiver is really coming to his own this year. He's putting up some good numbers. He's a special teams threat on top of that. But with no Jordan Reed playing, Jamison Crowder will probably be the primary target underneath, not Vernon Davis. I think it will be Jamison Crowder, and he may get six or seven targets in this game, maybe even more if he's on. So take a good look at Jamison Crowder, second-year player out of Duke. The third player that I think you clearly want to take a look at, and we talked about him earlier, it's Matt Jones. Matt Jones right now is running the football. And if you look at Detroit's run defense, they can be ran on. And the Redskins, I think in this game, they don't want to get into a shootout with Detroit. I don't think most teams, if they can get a hot Matt Stafford for Detroit clicking, you could be in trouble. So the Redskins, I think, do want to kind of ball control this game. They're going to pass the ball. Kirk Cousins is going to throw the ball upwards of 30 times. That's just their offense. But I think Matt Jones will get his fair share of carries, too. It could be, you know, by committee, by the trio of their, of their backs with Chris Thompson and Robert Kelly as well. I think all of them will have touches. But I think, Matt Jones, you may be looking at a 20-touch game. And if the Redskins have the lead in the fourth quarter, you're going to see them run the ball. They're going to run the clock out and get out of Detroit, hopefully with a W. So there you have it, folks. Hopefully I gave you everything you needed on this edition of Locked on Redskins with myself, Lake Lewis. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Lake Lewis. And again, you can check us out at redskinswire.usatoday.com and on Sports Journey. Have a good weekend, everyone. Hopefully Monday we're talking about the Redskins being 5-2. and two. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop! At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS, wireless, figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.